wait for it. Two beers because two days ago it was two Tuesday and everybody spammed about it. Welcome to another episode of the boys presented by shit post. I am joined as always with the boys. I'm the man they call beach CJ JB and Kyle all on the call. We've got a full slate of topics to talk about. The gang's all here. Kyle's got to leave early. Who cares? He's going to get his shit in. Then he's out. He's going to dip. CJ, I'm going to start with you. You just got your man cave set up. You just got your little office set up there. Over under on how many times you're going to make Callie mad in the next 30 days. How many days are you going to be spending in that room all by yourself? Oh, I would say I'm going to ballpark it probably around three. Three's a good number. One, you know, once a week, you know? Three's a fair number. You know, I'll take the over. Yeah, three, three, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, we got it. We were, we're finally getting everything set up. I got my office probably put together. Uh, we got a puppy, like, what, two days ago, three days ago? Oh, yeah, Same I forgot year. about, forgot, forgot about little pup. Oh, she is, she's the complete opposite of Gage. Gage is the laziest thing I've ever met in my life. And this thing just does not fucking stop, boys. I tell you. It's like having a little energetic kid run around with, Four paws and occasionally shits on the floor. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't listen at all. Well, so work in progress, but we'll get there. She's cool though. So how old is she? Uh, twelve weeks, something like that. Okay, nice. Twelve, thirteen weeks. Yeah, we got a lot of fun ahead. Oh, we got a lot of training to do, boys. A lot of training. I got a teacher. Uh, yeah, get, got a teacher. Get beer out of the fridge. That's that's first on the list. <laughs> Uh, that that definitely has to be the first task we teach that dog. It would be we wear that dog out. How many times we got sent <laughs> to the fridge? JB and Kyle, you guys are emanating live from your vehicles. How's the weather out there? Chilly. <laughs> you, you guys get a lot of snow. We got, we got we got a little snow up here. It's been, for like the past three Thursdays now. We're getting fucking snow, and I'm just about sick of it, boys. If I don't hey, golf, if fresh. I don't go golfing within the next thirty days, I will kill myself, and I will do it on the podcast. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. We'll we'll golf in the next, I'd say, three weeks. I sure for for my safety, I sure hope so. But without further ado, we will go ahead and get right into it, guys. The big thing going on in the world right now, and I promised myself and you boys, we're not making this a political podcast, so we're not going to sit here and bore you or you know make you afraid of the world anymore, which you really already should be. But there is a situation happening in Ukraine. It's awful. Um, it's a without going into too much detail, because by the time if anybody hears this, you probably already know the situation. There's videos up everywhere, there's posts about it. Uh, just oh no, terrible shit. It's a reminder of the fragility that comes with life and the fact that war and weapons in bulk are some of the worst things that mankind has ever put out there. And it's just people went sleep last night, willy nilly, no problem and woke up at war. And the park that they played at the day before is now a war zone. And that's something we don't necessarily have to worry about here. And it's just a very big reflection and a reminder of just really how good things are here. With all of America's problems, I've never went to bed and thought, oh, I'm going to wake up and we're at war. And that's, that's something that I've never had. We have never had to do. So without getting too far into it, uh, thoughts and vibes and all that normal shit, T's and P's to the everybody in the situation. And let's just uh, hope for the best and hope that uh, inflation, high gas prices and cost of goods don't fucking take all our money. And we got to shut down the pod, boys. Well, we'll never shut down the pod. Now, we'll record this. I mean, if there's... <laughs> There's no internet. We're not going to have a choice unless we hand record it on cassettes and hand deliver it to our fans. We will, we will red dawn the fuck out of this. We'll, we'll have a fucking newspaper, buddy. I'll get the guy. I'll get a fucking cotton gin. I'll make fucking shirts. We'll take this back to the 1800s, boys. We, God damn we'll, right. We'll turn into but, a fucking Amish publication real quick. Absolutely. But on a real note, I mean, it's fucking wild, man. I mean, I, I don't know if. I mean, everybody kind of saw it coming. I mean, didn't – I mean, Russia has been bitching about it since, like, what, 2014 or some shit like that. 
Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a long time coming. I mean, I, it sucks, but yeah, I mean, yeah, T's and P's, man. That's, I mean, I, I like you said, I don't want to get too far into it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking bonkers. Yeah, it, it's 2022. Not great, Bob. Yeah. Not, not great, Bob. <laughs> 2022, and we still haven't figured out this shit that maybe we shouldn't fucking kill each other. But yeah. maybe, maybe in a different, maybe a podcast down the line, I'll get pissed drunk and I'll do an hour-long commentary on it. I really do have a lot to say about this fucking thing and how it could be managed, but I'm just fucking dumb redneck and don't know shit. So moving the fuck on off of that, we're going straight into balling with the boys, JB. Kyle, you guys, basketball is the only fucking thing that really anybody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck about NAPCAR. I know I fucking last week said that me and CJ were the best NASCAR fans you ever seen. That was a fucking lie. That was just a front. I'll be up front with that. So let's let so let's let two guys that are following the NBA uh, get us up to date with some uh, notes and news. Boys, take it away. Okay, so um, this week I came up with the plan that um, we would just kind of do you know, preseason rewards, we can do our MVP and Rookie of the Year and Coach of the Year um, awards, uh, who we want. And uh, and then we're going to go the top four teams who are our top four teams at the end, who we would like, who we think is going to be the top four seeds um, at the end of the season and why. And then the biggest, the two biggest uh, surprises of the year. And then me and De- and I, and then I think me and Jake are going to kind of debate which one is the biggest surprise. So um, I'll go first. Uh, let's start in the uh, West. Um, right now, the standings are uh, Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis, and Utah. And, you know, you look at this table here and – I just don't see any teams that are going to disrupt that. Maybe Denver. Um, I don't. Maybe Dallas at five and six. They could maybe flip-flop with Memphis and Utah, but I just don't see it. I think that it's going to be either Golden State or Phoenix at the top, and I'm thinking it's probably going to be Phoenix. So, like, for me, at the end of the season, I still see it being Phoenix, Golden State, uh, Memphis, and Utah. I think you can flip-flop. Memphis and Utah pretty easily. Um, but I think that those are the four best teams in the West, and I don't really see that changing. Um, Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree for the most part. I actually have Dallas going above Utah. I just like okay. – I like the Dinwiddie deal. Getting him, I think, yeah. is a nice piece. And then um, Luca. I'm, I'm never going to bet against Luca, And it, I think he's had, like, all five of his 40-point games this season – have come within the last 15 games. So he's coming on in a good fucking time. So I've got now people in four spots. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Like I said, I can see them jumping. It just really kind of, it's going to be Luca dependent. And now that he's, you know, finally getting into basketball shape here later in the year, um, I think you're going to see a much different Luca going forward. And also, it's, it's also really important to mention that Luca has been in the league for now. Uh, three four years and he's had he's had a couple of playoff appearances and he back-to-back seasons he went head-to-head with the best defensive team in the league which was the Clippers he took him to seven games two years in a row essentially by himself because Kristaps Porzingis was basically a seven foot one corpse his entire his entire Mavs career Um, and it was really just Luca doing Kobe shit like carrying him on his, on his fucking back and almost beating the, the number two seed two years in a row. Um, uh, the, the Dallas is really interesting because I, I feel like a lot of people don't really even know what, what they are because right now it's really just Luca doing Kobe shit and it's pretty awesome right. to see, but um, I just don't know how sustainable that is for the entire season. But uh, new year, new Luca get in shape he's now in basketball shape maybe he's gonna go on a tear um so for the east um i know that me and jake are gonna disagree on this um <laughs> right now uh it's miami chicago philly and cleveland and that's what it's gonna be at the end of the year maybe cleveland jumping philly um 
I don't like Milwaukee. I don't like Boston. Toronto is trash. Brooklyn is a very large question mark. Um, and then you've got Charlotte and Atlanta. They're, all of the, the play-in teams could also be a four seed with like the way these records are. It's yeah, all so, so close, close in the East. Uh, for me, uh, end of the season, I'm going to be that guy. Uh, I'm going um, Chicago at one. You goddamn homers. Miami at, Miami at two. Who hey, you got at one? <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. 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 Uh, I got Chicago at one, Miami at two, Philly three, Cleveland four. Um, and we're going to kind of dive into Cleveland here in a minute. Um, but I don't see that changing. Milwaukee hasn't done enough for me to, to give them any respect to jump over Cleveland or Philly. Yeah, I'm well aware that they're the defending champions, but um, they they just haven't played well this season. Um, and Giannis is, you know, he's been Giannis, but he hasn't been overly special. Um, and it hasn't really resulted in them soaring up the, uh, the East uh, standings. But for me, you know, Chicago, what Chicago's been able to do with all of these injuries, um, even through the COVID, the, that COVID run where we won like uh, 10, 11 games in a row uh, with the COVID team, uh, they've just kind of risen above every challenge they've been given this year. And um, no, they did not get a big in the trade market like I wanted them to, but they did get Tristan Thompson, which he not he's not the Tristan Thompson that was on the Cavs, but he is a big guy with championship experience and uh, he gives the team size. Um, but that's how I have the, the East shaking out in the one through four, Jake. Yeah. I, I have the bucks in place of the Sixers, but I could really see that going either way. At the end of the day, I just trusted Giannis uh, more than Embiid and Harden. Um, but other than that, I agree. Except I have Miami at number one. Obviously, I have in parentheses in my notes. <laughs> but, I mean, the Bulls have had a lot of injuries, but the Heat have also had a lot of injuries, and they're still still right there. Jimmy's, Jimmy's missed, I think, at, by at least 15 games. Bam missed, I think, six weeks. Um, but I, I think it'll really come down to Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah, I have the heat. I have the heat ahead of them just simply because I think Bam, um, the Bam Vucevic matchup heavily favors Bam. Oh, in my opinion, I'm I'm very yeah. biased. But, um, I mean, I'm not looking forward to that matchup defensively. I think offensively they're pretty much a wash. I think that Vuce yeah. Vuce has them on like the jump jump shooting, uh, the the popping step uh, plays with Lonzo and. Tomorrow and the other guards. Um, I think that that's a just an easy money play every time that it's pretty hard to stop once he gets space. But if we're talking about traditional post up, gonna fucking dominate you, it's bam all day. He's he's one of the most physically dominating centers in the league. And if he is fully healthy by the time the playoffs roll around, they they probably have the leg up. Um, if it comes down to a Bulls Heat Western or Eastern Conference Finals, I will also say this: that will not be a good week for the, the shit post guys. Um, me and Jake can't watch these games together because it'll just be bad. Um, I, I think you should definitely watch the games. I think we should all watch the games together and just listen uh, to you two fucking scream at each other across Dylan's basement. Hey, shit post. We'll be, we'll be live. Live <laughs> podcast during those games. Yeah. Um, so, um, Lastly here with the NBA talk, uh, before we um, swing it back over to the boys, um, I wanted to do the biggest shockers of the 2021-2022 season. Um, Jake, you go first. Yeah, so I, for this one, it was comes down to two teams. I just went with one in the east, one in the west. But uh, the Cavs, for 100%, are uh, the biggest surprise for me. Um, I just got curious and was looking up some preseason predictions from different places. Fucking Bleacher uh-huh. Report had the Cavs, they predicted their record to be 25 and 57. Yeah. You know, right now they're 
they're fourth in the fucking East. What's their record? I think they've got 35 wins already. They are 35 and 23. Yeah. Shit. I think they could be the Cleveland Cavaliers are are okay, I'm gonna make a bold statement here, but you have to make me let me make the entire statement. The <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers are the greatest team in the NBA because as our good friend Dylan always says, good teams win, <laughs> great teams cover. They are the number one covering team. They have been the number one covering team in the NBA all yep. season. So, boys, there's your bet. If you want to bet on a team the rest of the season, the Cavs almost always cover. They have an incredible record against the spread. Um, but I, I didn't have another shocking team because my only other team would have been the Bulls just because even though they made those signings, nobody expected DeMar DeRozan to be an MVP candidate. Nobody right. expected the Bull Lonzo to be as effective as he is. I was happy about the signings and everything, but I didn't expect like a two seed. I didn't expect I I expected us to be fun, at times rough to watch, and you know what? We are fun and at times tough to watch. But <laughs> at the end of the day, they've gotten a lot more wins than I expected them to do. The that would have been my only other big shocker team, I guess you can say. What about Memphis? Um, Memphis, yeah, but they were already on a rise, where, right. whereas Cleveland came out of fucking nowhere. They've drafted <laughs> a point guard eight years in a row besides this year, it feels like. It was right. like every other season. Their they're best drafted. player from last year, like Sexton, yeah. has, he's played 11 games. Yeah, uh, Evan, Mo- Evan, uh, Evan Mobley is going to be an all-NBA, all-time, very, very good player. I don't know if he's going to be like a legend or anything, but I saw it last year when he was playing at USC. That kid's special, and he's going to drive that Cleveland team to be good um, and sustain greatness uh, over the next few seasons. Um, hopefully they can keep him there because God knows Cleveland needs a good team. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I would, I would definitely agree that Cleveland was the biggest surprise of the season. Um, <clears throat> now, before I go, who's your MVP? Um, numbers wise, Embiid. I have to go with Embiid currently on that. For me, so last year my MVP was Steph Curry, and this year my MVP is um Jokic. Uh, for the same reason, he's absolutely yeah. carrying a dead fucking team yeah. to the playoffs this year. He, they're they're gonna have to play in the play in tournament probably. Um, but he's doing the same shit he did last year. He's just absolutely dominating. He's probably the best playmaker in the entire league, other than maybe Rondo and CP3. Like he, he his passes are incredible. He he just elevates that team every time he's on the floor. Um, it's it's just really cool to see. Even though you know he did have a bullshit moment uh, earlier this year, <laughs> I was about to say he's an incredible player, but I refuse to give him any credit just because I'm still pissed off. I understand about that you're Martin salty, but just shit. understand that I think he's the best player in the league right now. And I just I I would love for Demar to just average forty points a game the rest of the season and win the MVP, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. Um, but you know the race is going to be a lot of fun because it's really a wild card because there's nobody running away with it. Cause Jokic kind of ran away with it at the end of the year, last year, this year, you've got Embiid dominating and Embiid just got a pass happy guard. Right. His numbers are only going to continue to go up at least scoring wise. Um, you got Steph doing Steph shit all the time. And, you know, you can throw him in the mix as MVP with them being the two seed. Um, and then in the East, uh, nobody else, um, the only other person you could really – I don't see MVP numbers out of anybody out of the East. Um, I still think that Tamar is just a borderline MVP candidate. Um, I don't think there's been anybody out of the East that has been overly dominant other than Joel Embiid. Uh, I think the rest of it has really just been, you know, teams I mean, I coming together as teams. conversation for it. But... Uh, yeah, I forgot about Giannis because I'm not very high on the books, but uh, <laughs> still at the same time, I, I don't think that he's been overly special. I don't think he's overshadowed Joel Embiid. I don't think he's over. I don't even think he's overshadowed DeMar, honestly. 
nobody's everybody's been talking about Demar all year, and everybody's yeah, Giannis is still great, but this is awesome. This is exciting, and Giannis isn't really you know creating that kind of buzz. And whenever you're in an, in a tight MVP race, you have to create buzz. Or you're going to lose that award. Um, yeah. So for me, it's going to be Jokic in a runaway again, um, unless some player just completely goes off for the next, you know, six weeks or so, or however much longer the season is, there's not much left. So yeah, um, that's going to be basketball with the boys this week. Um, and we swing it back over to the boys and I got to head out. All right, Kyle, thanks for your analysis. We will see you next week, buddy. Take her easy. See you later, you dirty old bitch. Me and Kyle have been at odds all day today. There has been a feud. There has been an in-house <laughs> feud today between you two. We, I hope you settle it. If it comes to fists or blows, so be it. We'll stream it. Kyle, Kyle woke <laughs> up and chose aggressiveness today. He woke up and chose violence. He did. I, I didn't appreciate that he wasn't willing to take a day off to go golfing with the boys. It, it pissed me off a little. Yep. Yep, they. Uh, I called that uh, the sim in Macomb that I told you we might switch to. Mm. Uh, they said, well, we got somebody at 10 o'clock, but it might be open at noon. We'll give you a call back. Never fuck called me back. And <laughs> they, what? They, 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 could, they couldn't answer my question. I said, well, there's two things that are very important here. We need a three-hour window, and then we also need you to serve beer. And she said, well, I don't know if we could do that second one. I said, well... It's kind of the game breaker. Um, yeah. See you never. Yeah, see you never. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll fucking boycott you by never going there. So, a little bit of the recap of last week. Um, the Yee Yee 500 was won by, let's <laughs> check my notes here, uh, Austin Sindrick. Top five was Austin Sindrick, Ford number two, uh, Bubba Wallace Jr. and the Toyota 23. Uh, C. Briscoe, never heard of him. I don't even know what the fuck's first name is. Uh, driving the 414. Ryan Blaney, the 412. Is it Kurt, Kurt Briscoe? Let's go. I think it's Cody. No, nah, Chase. I think it's Kyle. Chase? Kyle? Kyle Chase. with a C? I don't, I don't what know. Look at, and Kyle with a C since when? Oh, shit. Chase. Yeah, Chase Briscoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chase, okay. And then uh, Eric Almarola <laughs> and the Ford number 10 round out your top five. Uh, we whiffed on every single one of our picks. Um, I had my, my best bet of Kyle Larson finishing, I think, like top three or top five was happening until the last like five laps. And NAPCAR is an official sport of mine that's very near and dear to my heart. It's almost like the Super Bowl to me, except, you know, I pay attention to the Super Bowl. And like, you know, not, <laughs> not all football fans are dirty rednecks. But like, I, I, I literally fell asleep right at lap 17. I woke up for the final 10 laps and I'm like, Oh, I'm in the money. And then I lost money. I just want to go back to sleep. And I was already napping. So I was very tired. So I went back to sleep. It's nap car. So uh, we might catch another nap car race later in the year. Hey, uh, uh, what, what did, uh, what did uh, old Byron finish? William Byron. Oh, uh, well, let's throw in the Google machine here. Is that who you took to win Christ? I, I took him on a flyer because he was like plus 1400 to win. Yeah, and they were all talking about how he he's been simming this racetrack on his fucking e machine, and he'd already <laughs> won there once. I I knew as soon as as soon as I saw uh, he does it on e racing every fucking third Wednesday or whatever, I should have <laughs> been fucking out. But I'm a fucking idiot, so Do you I want- jumped in on Blaney like right before the race i was like oh, i'm gonna fucking bet on this with these guys i jumped in on blaney that motherfucker was winning most of the race and then he tried to edge him out on the end and got fucking wrecked right at the finish but that was that was a hail mary that almost paid off uh william byron for the folks keeping score at home did not finish he was in 38th place Thirty-eight, boy! I'm 30. lighting up the fucking scoreboard. Here. I think I think that was the field. No, there were two, there was two more. Burton and Chastain finished after him. Uh, Denny Hamlin finished thirty-seventh. Uh, Harvick Man, was thirtieth. We, we picked uh, Denny Hamlin too, didn't we? Yeah, we we talked about him a little bit. Um, uh, where I don't see anything about Kyle Larson. Did he thirty-second? Uh, so yeah, uh, he well, got I think, wrecked. I think towards the end. 
yeah, he he was part of that that little wreck there at the end. Um, yeah, it's fucking it's snap car boys. It's basically a fucking crapshoot. It's almost well, it's, it's kind of it's worse than horse betting, pretty much. Yeah, I, I was gonna say if you're gonna bet on NASCAR, you might as well just make one of those uh like wheels you can do on google you know you put a bunch of fucking names <laughs> on a wheel and then you just spin it whoever it fucking lands on that's who you go with bunch yeah. of what a fucking terrible thing to bet on i'm sure in a perfect scenario without any wrecks or anything like that i'm you you may like there may be something to it but there's just so much that can go fucking wrong which is probably why like you pick a driver to win it's like plus 900 because yeah. it's just fucking, it's nine to one odds. It's asinine. Uh, the weather fucking delay, <laughs> run out of fuel. I don't know. Redneck on the track. Who, who fucking knows? It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking NASCAR. It's fucking electric. Uh, not really. I call it nap car. It's very sleepy, very tired. Um, so moving on from that, I'm getting tired of talking about that shit. Uh, that, that nap car will probably never come back as long as, as long as I'm, I'm here to say it. Uh, fuck NASCAR. I'm over it. Well, I'm done being redneck, corn fed Dylan and, and trash bandicoot. We're done. We're, we're, we're next week. Darts. Uh, you don't know fuck this segment. That segment didn't never happen. We're talking about darts right now, and we got a bet on a dart match on the third between the world's number one, Michael uh-huh. Van Gerwen, Michael Van Gerwen against uh, Johnny. What was, was it? Johnny. Simmons? Johnny Appleseed. Who gives a fuck? Van yeah, Gerwen by a billion. Yeah, Johnny Clayton's his name. There we go. I, I kept saying Johnny Carter or like fucking Jimmy Carter as fucking president. Uh, yeah, uh, that Carter dude. Uh, he the world's number one right now. Take him to cover the spread, which is one and a half legs. He's gonna win by fucking two or three legs here. So, world's number one, Van Gerwen is a favorite of mine on the Dart Highlight channel on YouTube. He is just this little pudgy European fuck, and he just sinks fucking one hundred and eighties all the time. It's fucking. I can't. I'm, I'm literally gonna watch the match. I signed up for like fucking. Uh, uh, Bodog TV or whatever the fuck that streaming service is in the UK, and I'm watching it. It's, it's cost me like fucking two euros. I transferred money for my Venmo to do it. It was like three dollars American. It was great. Is that is that on uh, is that on Saturday? Yeah, yeah the third. I think it's next Saturday. My uh, boy, something out on that. Oh no, uh, I'm wrong. It's a Thursday. Oh, little Thursday night. You know what? Fuck it. If I'm working from home, we can make it work. It's fine. We could just Zoom live stream the match. That, mm. that, that, we, it, it might be on during the boys. We might have a little live action. Hey, let's go. I be, I put five bucks on. I don't know shit about darts, but I'm about to learn. Yeah, we're 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 getting into it. It's a long off season. And baseball ain't here yet. And JB and Kyle's got basketball locked down. We've got to find our niche. Maybe darts. NASCAR wasn't it. Maybe darts is our niche. We're we're gonna talk about baseball a little bit. I got some shit to say. Well, before we hop into that, we're gonna run down some NFL news. Uh, not much in the world of. Uh, Gridiron football right now. Brian Flores got signed to the Steelers as a uh, linebacker's and defensive assistant. Uh, JB, what do you think about that? Flores, he's currently in a lawsuit with the NFL, class action lawsuit. Still found a job, apparently found the job. Uh, took it after talking to uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin kind of convinced him to come on. Uh, I think something that gets overlooked here a lot is uh, Brian Flores has four Super Bowl rings to his name. Where do you, where do you get the rings at? Where he got in New England. Oh fuck. Well, I mean, anyway, I think it's a good fit in Pittsburgh for him. I think, I think the position that he has is kind of a fucking joke because I think he's, he's he's got the talent and the intelligence to be a head coach, but he's got all this other background shit going on. So he's just what is he the uh, assistant to? He's like the linebackers coach or some shit. Yeah, he's like he's like the defensive linebackers coach, and then some other. I think maybe like a defensive assistant. So he, he's yeah. just on he's just on the defensive staff, which I've heard people talk about how that's a downgrade from a head coach. Which let's be honest, yeah, it is. But at at this point, with the reputation that once people start going against the shield, uh, that is the NFL. They kind of get blackballed. All of mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick, uh, all of who who the fuck's that defensive back? That was on the Niners that backed him up, and then he signed with Carolina. You guys know who I'm talking about? Hey, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name though. Yeah, he uh, 
It's similar that similar to that dude. He got his chance, but like once once you start down that fucking slippery slope of trying to go against the owners and things like that, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to get a job. So I think yeah. it was very smart of Flores to kind of take this as a as a blanket. Right. And like I said, he he's a multiple time Super Bowl champion with New England as, as a defensive <laughs> coordinator, which to me, like I I heard I heard somebody say that the other day, and I'm like, well, fuck yeah, he is. Yeah, he was our defensive fucking assistant there for he was our D, D coordinator for uh, a couple of years there when uh, Matt Patricia fucking was our D coordinator. He sucked a bag of fucking flaccid dicks. So it's just it's it sucks because he. Well, he's so much better than that position, and he he deserves way better than that. Right. He deserves to be a head coach somewhere. Yeah, but, and it's and it's not even it's not even a coin flip. It's not a question. He's one of the best football minds in the game, and purely because of this, you know, lawsuit that he's putting against the NFL, he feels like he has to take what he can get, and it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm glad he did get some type of job though, at least because he can absolutely. at least build off of that. Absolutely, he didn't I mean, get completely it, fucking black. If I if I was him, I would have done the same fucking thing. But in the back of his head, he's got to be just thinking this fucking these motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just it it's it sucks for football that you know it's come to that. But I am glad that he's at least getting paid somewhere. Right, and that's why I kind of think it was a safety net maneuver. Like, you know, yeah. I might not, I might not get a fuck another head coaching job, so I better try to just get a job. I'll tell say. you what. I mean, if it if it kept if it keeps going like this, I mean, he has a couple seasons in Pittsburgh while the lawsuit's going on and shit. Because it's this thing's going to drag out for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if I was him, there's a hundred D one colleges that'll hire that guy. And pay him six million dollars a year. Yeah, right. I'm serious. I mean, well, I mean, why wouldn't you? you yeah. You're gonna you're gonna hold it against the guy because he's trying to do the right thing. That's trash. Go to the NCAA, which is a fucking horrible organization too. Yeah. But I mean, at least they're gonna break you off. Yeah, at least you won't be out of work, and yeah. you can yeah. you can get a prolific job as a head coach. You know, at a fucking D1 school. Or uh, some sort of a major program there. Um, moving on from Brian Flores, uh, because it's the only other thing I've heard. I've never heard. I wish Kyle was here to talk about this. So I'm sure he has something to say. <laughs> but I've never seen so much fucking hoopla about a quarterback saying, "I'm going to make my decision soon." Like he, this, this isn't like fucking LeBron's special on ESPN where he says he's taking his fucking talents to South South Beach. This motherfucker is on a goddamn Pat McAfee show saying. Oh, I'm going to make my decision soon, Pat. I was on a five-day cleanse, and I'm thinking fucking clearly. This fucking dickbag that is Aaron Rodgers. And Green Bay fans, I need you to fucking plug your ears. Let's be honest. You probably don't listen to us anyway because we shooed you off of it. But Aaron Rodgers is a prima donna baby back motherfucker. Oh, I'm going to make my decision soon. We all know he's going to fucking stay in Green Bay. Unless, unless Denver Broncos want to just under the table pay Green Bay like fucking $25 million and give them fucking multiple first-round draft picks for a 38, 39-year-old quarterback, he's going to stay in fucking Green Bay just makes a big fucking hoopla about it because he wants to feel fucking important. Tom Brady never did this shit. They're like, Tom Brady was just like, yeah, you know, I got to think about my life somewhere else, and uh, I'm going to Tampa Bay. Then when he retired, it was like, yeah, you know uh, – I'm going to do things outside football, spend time with my family. It was just very straight to the point. There wasn't any sort of fucking vagueness. There's a little suspense, but we do this. We've done this for the past fucking three off seasons there in Rogers. And it's fucking exhausting. I agree with you on Aaron fucking like, just come on, man. Just do shit the normal way. You know, I mean, fuck, we don't give a fuck. You, you broke shit off with your crystal loving fiance or whatever the fuck she is. So I mean, you got nothing else going. Why he's? I feel like he's just doing this for attention. But I, the fucking Tom Brady thing. I swear to God, if he goes to fucking Hollywood and makes a movie that I enjoy, I'm gonna fucking hang myself. Oh, you know we're watching that that, that movie, and we are going to have a discussion about it. You're just gonna listen to me fucking yell at the TV the whole time. That's fine. I'll tune you out. <laughs> I'll put on the subtitles. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I think it's cool that he wants to do shit like that, but also, 
Uh, he's had enough fucking success in his life. Let, let some other people have it. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> let some other over, people be happy. He, yeah, he's going to take over two fucking industries over a span of 50 fucking years. Old rickety prick. Tom Brady has been the most stable thing in our lives, for better or worse. All right, you are not wrong. I, it, <laughs> if, if you think about it, and coming from my perspective of a Pats fan, it's all the fuck I've known. But, like, it to, to, to me, you know, Tom Brady is like fucking the Kobe to the fucking Lakers. You know what I mean? It's, it's that big of a fucking deal. Or it's – he's just been a constant. I don't know. I'm fucking – here I am sucking off Tom Brady again on podcast. I don't fucking Drop care. Don't fucking care. I owe, I owe my existence to him. I owe everything I have right now. This podcast, my money, my wealth, I owe Tom. He helped me through it. He's the only thing I had. I used to not have shit. At least I had Tom. And he don't even know who the fuck I am. And I don't fucking care. I take a bullet for him. <laughs> Speaking of Tom, Dylan's about to slide into his DMs, throw a prayer at him, try to get him on the pod. I'll message every single fucking celebrity sports figure I, I follow on Instagram. And I'll just, I'll just be straight up. Hey, me and the boys have a fucking shit house pod. Uh, would you like to come on and talk? And all we gotta do is fish one of them, and we hit the fucking big time. It, it could be. It doesn't even have to be a big athlete. It could be fucking no, anybody. It doesn't have to be Tom Brady. I, I'd settle for Blake Bortles. I'd settle for. Uh, <laughs> Dude, uh, I, I would love to have Blake Bortles on this podcast. <laughs> Can we get Jay Cutler? Oh shit! Oh my Cuddy, god! Cuddy would be fucking. Electric. Cuddy would be the one that would do it too. Oh my gosh. If he's, on, if he's on Instagram, I'm getting my messages queued up. I'm going to send them all out in one targeted barrage of messages. Just to see. <laughs> Jay, Jay is on Instagram, and it's his, uh, It's quite the show. Is he still with that uh, one girl? No. 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 Kirsten no, he, Cavallari he or whatever? In, no, he lives in the middle of nowhere and has a bunch of chickens. <laughs> he's living the dream life. Dude, he's, he's a fucking wild human, man. <laughs> He lives in the middle of nowhere, and he's got a little fucking chicken coop. And he goes he out, at f- goes out at five a.m. in his boxers and puts down some yeah, feet on the ground. Fucking, he's fucking crazy, man. Takes a big pull of coffee. I got, I got to figure that out. That yeah, we got to get color on. What? what? <laughs> I'm all in on that. <laughs> I think, he, I think he was an ass and a hat quarterback. But I, I, I would, yeah, we got to get him on. Yeah, you know, she, she had that television show. I, I forget what the fuck it was called. The Hills. Uh, no, no, she had her own. She had her oh. own with Cuddy, and uh, uh, man, he. If you, if anybody gets a chance, just go back and watch episodes when they were married, and he is the show. <laughs> he is fucking every he, his sense of humor is so fucking. He's dry. one of my favorite humans ever. Like he's oh my god, he's fucking he's great. He's hilarious. I didn't realize we were going to get off on a Jay Cutler tangent, but I I'm glad we did. No, this is this has been very enlightening. I'm gonna have to do me a little bit more research on uh, old Cuddy, but that is all the NFL news for the day. Uh, sorry we couldn't bring any more heat. It's been pretty fucking dull. Drafts around the corner, so fucking have that talk about. Uh, fuck. Boys, are we gonna start supporting this blood money super league that the uh, PGA is gonna be going against? Uh, in case you haven't noticed or you haven't been paying attention, the uh, Saudi Super League that is funded and it's owned by a group of very wealthy blood money tycoons from the from, I mean a lot more money it, when they walk hundred dollar bills fall out of them when they, they roll are, over, when they roll over in bed they leak change they're so fucking they up. are literally offering any top golfer a hundred million dollars just to sign with them it, it there is no other stipulation and, sign with us a hundred million have you seen that no golfers are really like even Phil Mickelson, who was very vocal about PJ a couple of weeks ago, saying that's corrupt organization and, you know, all the bullshit he's had to go through with the PGA. Even he walked back his comments. He said, you know, I'm deeply sorry about PGA. Like, come on, man. That's a that's a fucking Hall of Fame move. Yeah. Because if it, he doesn't walk that back, he's never getting in the hall. He's never going to be able to play on the Charles Schwab again where he wins every fucking tournament he plays in because he's 50 and everybody else is 70 and he's hitting the ball <laughs> 340 yards. Everybody else is hitting it 125. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some good old guys out there. You know, Langer and fucking Johnny D and all those guys. But, I mean, Phil just fucking – what the fuck, man? 
I, I used to like Phil. I, everybody knows I'm a big Tiger guy. Tiger's my boy. Wherever Tiger goes, that's where I go. I mm-hmm. don't give a shit. If Tiger signs with the fucking Saudis, that's where I'm going. I don't could, give a fuck. Could you fucking imagine? Well, I mean, if he does, then you're going to get the slew of the young guys. You're going to get JT. You're going to get Rory. You're going to get Jason Day. He's not young, but he's still going to go with him. You're going to get Gary Woodland. You're going to get Ricky Fowler. All those guys that he's boys with are, would go with him. And mm-hmm. I think I think Tiger knows that if he did go, it would absolutely ruin the PGA. And, I mean, Tiger's been the PGA for the last 30 years. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's the greatest player of all time. So why would you, you know, ruin that? Some someone that's made you almost a billion dollars. Oh yeah, so, definitely. I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And I, like, he needs another fucking hundred million dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Right, but if th- this league being so fucking wealthy as it is, all they have to do is you know lure Tiger, which I don't think he would. But if somebody's waving, like let's say instead of a hundred million, it's two hundred million, or yeah, the two hundred million that they want to pay. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau to be their face of the league, which if, if Bryson DeChambeau signed with them as the face of the league, I would go out of my way to block all content from him because we all know that Bryson DeChambeau is a big old bitch. So, but like if, if they waved $300 million in Tiger's face, how the fuck, how the fuck do you, like if somebody waved $100 million in my face to do something, I'll probably fucking do it. But mo- do it. Multiple different things are kill somebody, yep. uh, eat, eat a whole car tire, like we, yep. there's multiple <laughs> multiple fucking things I would do for a hundred million dollars. Let's be honest. I so. I honestly I think that if in order to get Tiger, they'd have to bust him off for like a half a bill. I don't I don't think he's going anywhere else unless it's you know half of his net worth. And that that when you start like a hundred million dollars is generational money. When you start talking about half a bill. It's it's transcendent. It's just it, the Saudi Super League can be successful, and it could go sure. off the ground. But you have such an enormous upfront cost to try to get these players, and it's the fact of just it's it's legacy at this point, man. It's do yeah. you do you want to be associated with this league, or do you want to continue what you're doing with the PGA and basically P, the PGA to it's it's the premier golf association on the planet it's it's every single highlight video you see is from fucking pga the video games are pga it's it's so much more than just the actual golf itself oh yeah that's why i think the saudi super league can't fucking replicate is just like the homegrownness the the american the apple pie the comfort level to me watching watching a saudi super league i don't care how much money they throw at it to me it's always going to be like xfl or usfl or something minor league yeah, if they were smart, what they would start doing is all these guys that are, like, just getting on the corn ferry, which is basically the minor leagues for the PGA, for people who don't know, um, or kids that are in college that show a lot of potential, they'd bust them off for one, maybe two mil, and start, like, a fucking farm system. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You know, I mean, instead of going instead of going after these guys that are that have already made their their mark on the PGA and they've already you know won majors and they've they've put their stamp on history, kind of instead of going after those guys who are going to cost you a fuckload of money, take that, take one percent of that hundred million that you're going to pay one guy, and break it up into a hundred. You know, start your. I mean, I mean, I think that's the only way that it gets going. I, I don't think that anyone is going to bail on the PGA unless it's an older guy like Phil who hasn't made a lot of money. I mean, Phil has, but like older guys who haven't made a lot of money, like Pat Perez came out and said that wherever Tiger goes, he goes because they're boys. And But he also said if they offered him $100 million, he would fucking go because he hasn't won a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's probably made $40 million on tour, but compared to Tiger, Phil, JT, Rory, Jason Day, guys like that, he's not shit. 
Right. You know, so, so unless you're going to throw that big number at a guy like Pat Perez or or something like that, I think you're fucked. Right. I, uh, it's definitely money being the motivating factor here. That's what makes me worried about it is these fuckers have money. And yeah. it, if, if it's something they wanted to pursue, they could fairly easily do it. But I think with a lot of guys who've been on the tour for a while, like I said, you know, legacy comes into coming yeah. into play here. It's not necessarily money. Like they, they've got money and they've got endorsement deals and shit like that. Like hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Some of these guys are making off endorsements. Yeah. I mean, you think about Fuck, like, I mean- Everybody who's got partnership with TaylorMade and how much they're getting fucking paid. Yeah, TaylorMade's not going to sponsor a guy that's that's going into that league. That's for sure. And I mean, fuck, really? If he if they really wanted to get fucking squirrely with it, just rob the fucking European tour. Yep. Just I mean, pilfering people off there. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's an easier route than fucking Tiger Woods. I can tell you that. Hmm. Moving into, well, actually sticking into the golf content, something we're going to start filming in the warmer months. I know myself, CJ, and uh, Kyle are pretty excited about it. I know JV's excited about it, too, because JV's going to be our own personal caddy. And, uh, Absolutely. Century, bub. JV, I'm, a, I'm 200 yards out. I've got a, a slight tailwind in my favor. What club do I swing here? <laughs> It's always a six iron. Let's go. My God. (laughs) So we are going to start filming bits when we go out and golf. Uh, We plan, I haven't really announced it yet, but in the summer, what I want to do is basically like a shit post scramble. Um, We're going to try to bring on, we got tons of friends at golf. We're going to, everybody's going to be in charge of posting clips and things like that. And we'll have, if, if I have to, I mean, really, it'd probably be JB. If you haven't moved to North Carolina yet, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll be kind of like the scorekeeper dude posting the updates, things like that. And th- there's a lot of things, but we are calling the new golf venture for the pod and for the channel and for our brand shit golf. I know you can't believe it. It's like shit post. It's like <laughs> shit golf. Uh, everything we do will probably have shit in the name of it because that's what we are. We're just we're just shit. We bullshit. Talk about shit. Shit golf is coming soon. Um, we might have a little bit of content this weekend, a little teaser on some of the things we're going to do. You know, we might do a, a beer per hole on nine holes. We might it, – it's going to get wild. We're going to do uh, – one idea I had was like a, a first hole put off. So we'll play the first hole like normal, and then we'll stream, you know, who can, who can get the closest to the pin from like a 30-foot putt. You know, just do just do random shit and kind of involve, you know, golf is a fairly big part of our lives during the normal, the normal, normal warmer months. So we're just going to get into it. We're we're, we're throwing everything. uh, I've I've officially retired from full time softball. So, yes, golf is golf is taking over that time that I have to. I mean, last year I we started playing and I played four times in March last year, which was more times than I played the year previous total probably. Um, but man, I'm fucking stoked for this. I can't it, wait. It's going to be, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be electric. You pitch some ideas on if somebody goes over a hundred strokes, like I'll wear some goofy ass necklace or a hat, which I'm yeah. complete, I'm completely in with. I think that's very interactive and things like that. And kind of, you know, we drives our own competition. But I mean, you're never going to break out. If, if if CJ shoots over a hundred, it's a very bad day. We're in the center of hell. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen you shoot over fucking 80, 88. Uh, yeah. But, besides I mean, besides your bachelor party when we were pissed drunk. I don't think that counts because I could barely see. So let alone golf. Yeah, no that that was exhibition play. I I I, I, I sat down the other day and I was trying to recap that day of me golfing with a. Uh, uh, Dace and Nick, and I was sitting there, and by the time we got to, like, hole number 10, I'm pretty sure I was at, like, 78 strokes. I was just a fucking hot mess. It was bad, man. That was my fucking Saudi Super League day. I just took the day <laughs> off, fucking mailed it in. It was rough. It was a hard time. We're going to have shit golf coming to you soon. Uh we're going to start working on, which right now, actually, as we sit, I think we have 97 or 98 likes 
on the Ooh. Facebook page. So we got we got a big drive right now. I'm hoping to hit 100 here soon. Um, once we hit 100, we may start releasing some just just minor things for like merchandise, maybe some stickers, some decals. I don't know. The Callie was generous enough to pop us out some shirts, so we know yep. we got somebody that can help us out with the shirt designs and things like that. So for this, that's really only been going on for a month, boys. I think we've got a. A real good thing going here. Tons of good content. Uh, we're always thinking of ideas. Kyle just came across the uh, Snapchat saying that we're gonna everybody's gonna pick an NHL team and cover them. So next well, I week, I, next I week. actually I don't like it today because fuck Kyle today. Um, yes, fuck Kyle today. I'm I'm ignoring every Snapchat that he sends today. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow I'll I'll tell him it's a good idea, but. As of right now, he's in purgatory. He doesn't exist. Yeah, he's the Saudi Super League. Does not exist right now. <laughs> and, the, and the only way he can get you back on board is one hundred million dollars. Hey, if Kyle's got a hundred million dollars, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> Could you imagine he's just some rich fucking tycoon just, just hustling us dumb idiots? God damn, I'd punch him right in the fucking mouth. He gave me eight dollars on Venmo for my birthday. This fucker's got a hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> he was he Venmoed you more than I was gonna Venmo you. I was gonna Venmo you five. <laughs> it, it worked out but great. It was two dollar beer day at the V. In my defense, I was seeing you that weekend, so I was gonna make up for it then. But yeah, you you boys treat me well. Um, yeah. So next week we're gonna pick NHL teams. We're gonna cover them. Um, dibs on the Vegas Knights. Just because they're a new um, franchise, and I, I like the name Knights. It's my high school I, mascot I the, was a knight, I, so. I want the Kraken. Oh, yeah, the Kraken. I forgot. Little fucking tentacles and fucking smash, smashing boats. Yeah, you ever hear of the Kraken, JB? Absolutely. Sorry, boys. I'm having some issues with my fucking tablet right now. I keep losing you guys, so I just joined you halfway through that combo. Oh, um, right. But – were you picking the Kraken as your NHL team? Yeah, I think that's who I'll cover. You and Kyle can fucking go fist to cuffs for the Blackhawks. <laughs> oh, fuck the Blackhawks, man. He's off the Blackhawks. He's having some technical difficulties, which is – Bet on, I think, just because I'm not a fan, so it's a lot easier to bet on that shit. But That's true, I guess. I, I just – I try. I tried really hard to get into it. Like a few years ago, I had a buddy that I used to work with at Dick's, um, and he was a big Blackhawks fan, or he was a big Blues fan. Sorry. Um, and I really tried to get into it, like when we would hang out, and I fucking I just struggled with it. I don't know. Maybe this will help. I, maybe I need to drink more when I'm watching it. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like soccer. I can't fuck. I can't fucking do it. I can't do soccer either, man. I tried like during World Cup. I try, but I hear those I fucking mean, like, horns that go like brrr, that play the dude. whole fucking time. Drives me. Fu- I think somebody's mowing their fucking lawn outside, yeah. or airplanes going by. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Throw the horns here's away, the, and I'd be fucking in. Yeah, here's a here's a segue into a little bit of baseball talk. Uh, Kelly got me uh, tickets to the World Baseball Classic a few years ago, and. It was in Miami, and that stadium is awesome if you ever get the chance to go. But it is in the middle of the fucking hood. Uh, not a great neighborhood. But uh, I I have never experienced something like it. Like, it was like you were at a soccer game with ten different countries, and everybody had the horns and shit. You can't hear yeah. a goddamn thing. It was fucking wild. If anybody ever gets a chance to go to the World Baseball Classic, fucking do it because it's awesome. If we ever do a shit post travel series, we'll do the World <laughs> Baseball Classic. Absolutely. But the MLB, let's touch on that for just a fucking second. What a goddamn shit show that is. The MLB basically came out and said yesterday that if, well, if the new CBA isn't reached, which it's not going to fucking be by the end of this week, then they were talking about canceling regular season games, which is just a goddamn travesty. I mean, 
I don't know. It's a fucked up deal. The fucking the owners are the owners. You know how they are. They're they're the same in every sport. It doesn't change sport to sport. You know. But I mean, goddamn I, people people like me and JB like we follow baseball pretty religiously, and and we look forward to this shit. And they're just pulling a a goddamn Aaron Rodgers and fucking with everybody's feelings. You know, it's bullshit. What do you think, JB? Oh, he's fucking dead in the water, bud. Yeah, we're having a lot of technical difficulties on the pod, but what do you expect when you come to a channel called Shitpost? Oh, that's all right. You know, I, I'll fill time. But I, I don't yep. know. I mean, like, they've, they've already fucked up spring training. Like, I, I don't get super hyped for spring training, but, I mean, it does give you a chance to see, you know, how, how some of the draft picks are working out, how the farm system looks, uh, what you can expect in the next couple years what you can expect this year, really, I mean, to a point towards the end. And we're just not going to get that. And if we do, it's going to be like, I mean, a couple weeks and they're just going to roll right into a season. And who knows if they if they have to cancel games, I mean, are they going to shorten the whole fucking season? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I mean, is it going to be a COVID-type deal where they play fucking 90 games or whatever? Well, I don't even remember how many it was, but – you know, they play 60 games or 90 games or whatever, and then we just have another fucking asterisk next to another fucking season. Like, it's, just, it's just super fucked up, and they need to come up with a long-term deal that doesn't fuck the fans out of something that I thoroughly enjoy. I mean, there's nothing like going to a ballpark and getting shit housed on $15 beers and $20 hot dogs. Oh, it's fantastic, but boy, is it pricey. Yeah, JB, what do you think about the MLB fuck up right now? With this whole lockout situation, I yeah, just lost fucking, you guys from that whole combo. Yeah, I know. I, I referred to you and I looked down and you were gone. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really unfortunate. Um, I'm mainly pissed off because um, last year I started a tradition of going to every spring training. And then literally fucking second year into that shit, we're not even going to have the goddamn spring training, at least not on time. But, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. I Hopefully they can come to some type of fucking agreement. I mean, but, it's got to happen by the end of this week. And I, the way that everything that I've read looks just doesn't look good. But, I mean, so they, they said that they were going to cancel regular season games starting at the end of this week, right? So... If they do that, do you think we even have a spring training? I would think they would, uh, yeah. Like, they I mean, would definitely cut it down. Right? Yeah, I, I agree. You're cutting in and out again, Bob. But, I mean, that's that's pretty much all we, we need to cover on baseball. I mean, it sucks that it's not going to happen right now. We should already be watching shitty spring training games, and it fucking blows. But hopefully we'll get back there soon. Go birds, you know. Yeah, definitely go birds. I'm pretty sure everybody everybody on shit post is a St. Louis fan. So for the sake of diversity, I'll pick a different fucking team, pull one out of the hat. Like uh, I don't know, maybe start talk. I'll talk about the Astros because they're like the New England Patriots of the MLB. That's that's a cheater's reference. Jesus fucking Christ, man. You could have picked anybody. I'm not going to choose the Astros. They fucking cheat. They bang on trash cans. What are we talking about? <laughs> Pick the Orioles or somebody. Somebody that never wins. No, nah, no. Nah, what about what about Cleveland? Aren't they changing their name from the Indians to the Guardians? Oh, the Guardians. Yeah. yeah. Give, give, give me a team in, tra- in uh, transition like that, I guess. So, I guess it's, I should start rooting for the commies, too, on the football side. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious to me that the Cleveland Indians last year Almost lost a lawsuit to a roller derby team. <laughs> like yeah. these women were pissed, and I don't blame them. They were hot. But yeah, they, I remember that. I mean, they probably got fucking millions of dollars just for that fucking name. So good for them. They're the richest roller derby team in all of Cleveland. <laughs> they, they are the most successful sports franchise in Cleveland since LeBron James was there. So, and you know what? You know what? If they're listening right now, we would love to have them on the pod. <laughs> I, it, we'll have the whole team. We'll have – I don't know how many people are on a roller derby team, but we'll have them all. I've got I've got a lot of questions. The, just think about how tough you have to be to do fucking roller derby. 
Like you're getting what? fucking checked on skates on hardwood. Fuck you. I wouldn't fight a roller derby chick. You couldn't pay me to do that. You could pay me a hundred million dollars, but other than that, I did. I did a fucking hour and fifteen minutes of DDP yoga yesterday, and I'm sore as fuck. And you want me to fucking put on some skates and chuck my body on the hardwood? Fuck off. Nope. No way, Jose. Yeah. Uh, but once again, like I said, we're very well past our prime and physical contact and things like that. Like I, uh, I see these. I would, I'll be hanging out with Delaney's brothers and they'll be wrestling and throwing themselves on the ground. And like, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great when you're fucking young. But like, if I got thrown on the ground by somebody, I break like 15 bones. Oh, I, I, I got on the floor yesterday to play with the puppy. And I, after about two and a half minutes, I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get up from here. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a rope or I need nine one one. Callie help me. up. <laughs> I need a, I need one of them buttons. What are they called? Life alert. Those, yeah. <laughs> just just have it synced up to Callie. She's at work and <laughs> do, doing shit and you just buzz her. What's wrong? <laughs> Help. <laughs> Dealing with kindergartners all day. She's got to come home and deal with her kindergarten husband. I was feeding the dog and my back went out. Help. <laughs> Can't get up. I'm drowning in the water bowl. That's about what it's like. Uh, well, seeing that JB's got some technical difficulties and we are running close to an hour of time on the pod i think we'll wrap things up uh next week on the show we will all go into uh, nhl teams kyle's vigorously getting after us in the group chat he's got all sorts of ideas which is great i love to see the uh the enthusiasm i know that unless he has a hundred million dollars he is not anything to you right now no, so he's dead. he's dead so that's it boys we're wrapping up here on the pod we will catch you next week everybody stay safe stay healthy and we will see you down the line cheers boys later